Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When it comes to the movie industry, we all love a good death from time to time. There's no better way to add that emotional full stop than somebody kicking the bucket. But not everyone enjoys these deaths, least of all the actors playing them, some of which really didn't like how they exited the big screen. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who hated their own movie death scenes. Number 10. Tandiway Newton Solo A Star Wars Story now, Tandy Wayne Newton appears in Solo A Star Wars Story as Val, the wife of outlaw Tobias Beckett, and in the film, Val sacrifices herself by detonating a bomb to help her husband and the others escape. And if her demise seemed strangely hasty, that's precisely because it was. The actress revealed in a recent interview that Val was originally supposed to fall off the train platform, leaving the door open for her to return in a future film but hurried on-set rewrites due to the movie's intense production schedule changed plans dramatically, and Newton went on to voice her displeasure at Val's death. I remember at the time thinking, this is a big, big mistake. Not because of me, not because I wanted to come back. You don't kill off the first black woman to ever have a real role in a Star Wars movie like, are you f***ing joking? And when you put it like that, yeah, she's got a bit of a point. Number 9. Jamie Kennedy, Scream 2 the Scream franchise's fan-favourite movie geek Randy Meeks meets his unfortunate, brutal demise midway through the second movie, a fate which bummed out not only fans but also actor Jamie Kennedy himself. In a recent interview, Kennedy said that as much as he enjoyed working on Scream 2, he wasn't too fond of Randy's gory death. I love some of my monologues in Scream 2. I love that Randy got to do a lot, but I hated that he died. It also made a huge impact, so even though I hate it, somebody had to die, it made it talked about that I did. Thankfully, Kennedy got something of a consolation prize as he was able to make a beyond-the-grave appearance in Scream 3, where Randy pre-recorded a videotape warning Sydney and company that anyone could die this time around. And while it seems unlikely, don't be totally shocked if Kennedy somehow reappears in the upcoming fifth film. Number 8. Brian Cranston, Godzilla Though Gareth Edwards' 2014 Godzilla movie was generally well-received, just about everybody complained that despite being marketed as a major character, Brian Cranston's scientist Joe Brody is killed off at the end of the first act. Joe gets mortally wounded by one of the escaping creatures, at which point his decidedly less interesting son Ford becomes the outright protagonist. Discussing the film shortly after its release, Cranston couldn't disagree with critics or fans who felt like killing Joe off so early was definitely the wrong call. He said, I knew it when I read it. When I read I said, oh, page 50, this character who was supposed to be the emotional core at the centre that was guiding the audience in the story up to that point, he dies? What a waste. Number 7. Jessica Alba, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer 
In 2007's Fantastic Four sequel, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Sue Storm is fatally impaled by Doctor Doom, and though she is eventually brought back to life by the Silver Surfer, it's still a scene which actress Jessica Alba cannot stand. Alba explained in a 2010 interview that director Tim Story's less-than-savory notes on her performance made her question her entire place in the industry. She said, Story said, It looked too real. It looks too painful. Can you be prettier when you cry? Cry pretty, Jessica. He was like, Don't do that thing with your face. Just make it flat. We can add CGI tears in later. Naturally, no actor giving it their all in a scene wants to be told that their raw emotions aren't pretty enough or to let a VFX house do the heavy lifting in post-production, so her frustrations here are certainly understandable. Number 6. Yafet Koto – Live and Let Die the James Bond franchise generally tries to give its villains memorable deaths, and few are more iconic or hilarious than that of Live and Let Die's Dr. Kananga. At the end of the film, 007 forces the antagonist to swallow a compressed gas pellet typically used in shark guns, which promptly causes Kananga's body to comically balloon up, fly out of the shark tank, and then explode in midair. As amusing as it is, it's insanely silly even for the standards of the Moore-era Bond, and Koto himself, a serious actor who had previously appeared on Broadway, didn't much care for such a ridiculous demise. He said, The way the Kananga dies was a joke. The entire experience was not as rewarding as I wanted it to be. And he went on to say this as well. It was the first black Bond villain. I wanted to be original, but there was nothing I could draw on from Tom's script. It was a trap. If I had played it the way it was written, every black organization in the world would have been on my case. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Number 5. Jamie Lee Curtis, Halloween Resurrection 
You won't find many fans of the Halloween franchise who have much love for the eighth entry Halloween Resurrection. Despite the previous film, Halloween H20, ending with Laurie Strode decapitating Michael Myers with an axe, the sequel reveals that Myers swapped his clothing with a paramedic, allowing Michael to live on and meaning that Laurie, well, just murdered an innocent man. Resurrection then opens with Laurie luring Michael into a psychiatric facility in order to finish him off for good. But after a moment of hesitation as she goes to confirm his identity, Michael stabs her and throws her off the roof to her death. Well, until 2018's Halloween retconned it all anyway, at least. This all came about because Curtis actually wanted to end the series once and for all with H20's seemingly definitive decapitation. But the franchise producer had a clause that meant that the writers couldn't actually kill Michael. As a result, H20's writers had to think of a way that Michael could return in a sequel, and with a solution still not agreed mere weeks before shooting was set to begin, Curtis almost walked away from H20 entirely. Once the paramedic explanation was decided upon, however, Curtis finally agreed to star in H20 as long as the film ended without providing any sequel-baiting hints as to Michael's survival. With these movies being jettisoned from the continuity in recent years, Curtis has held nothing back about her feelings while making them, plainly confirming that her part in Resurrection was effectively an obligation due to the producers refusing to just let the series die with H20. She said, The idea of H20 was to kind of complete the story. But of course, with the Halloween movies, there's a completion, and then there's a completion. I wanted a concrete ending. When Laurie has that axe in her hand, she is saying it's you or me because I'm not running anymore. For me, that was a very important moment and a very important completion. But of course, what we learned, which by the way was not the original intention, was that it wasn't Michael but an innocent man that she had killed. So what I said to them was, if this is in fact how we are going to conclude the movie without the audience knowing, then I have to come back for one more movie, for a very short moment, to conclude Laurie's story. I'm not going to make H20 ambiguous. That was for me the reason I was in Halloween Resurrection. I thought H20 was the correct thing to do at the time. I liked it. Then I had to be in that other thing just to conclude the story. And then I truly thought I would not return to this. Number four, Steven Seagal, Executive Decision. Classic 1996 action flick Executive Decision features one of the most shocking deaths in movie history. When Steven Seagal's Lieutenant Colonel Austin Travis, widely expected to be a major character in the film, is killed while trying to board the hijacked flight in the first act. Seagal, a major action star at the time, was presented as more of a co-lead alongside Kurt Russell's Dr. David Grant, and his demise proved all the more unexpected as it was his first significant death in a film. According to Seagal's co-stars, Seagal was a disruptive presence on the movie's set, attempting to install himself as the shoot's alpha male and refusing to come out of his trailer because he had some misgivings about his death scene. Now, originally, Travis was supposed to die when explosive decompression caused his head to explode, but Seagal allegedly held up the production for days by arguing with the director that this wasn't realistic. Come on, Steve, you want to talk about realistic when watching some of your movies? So therefore, a new, more grounded death scene was then hastily scrapped together in order to get the shoot back on track and Seagal back to work. Number 3. Timothy D. Rose, Star Wars The Last Jedi Star Wars The Last Jedi may have divided fans for many, many reasons, but one of its most heartbreaking moments saw franchise icon Admiral Akbar unceremoniously killed when First Order gunfire blasted him into the vacuum of space. Beyond fans expressing their grief, Timothy D. Rose, who portrayed Akbar in all of his cinematic appearances, lamented both the nature of Akbar's death and the upsetting onset experience of playing the character for the last time. He said, We finished all of our bits and they asked me to come down to camera, and I thought, Oh, well, maybe they're going to say thank you for being one of 
of the heritage characters and giving 30 years and all that, but what they did was ask me to look at the camera and say, it's a wrap. I was actually in tears in the suit because I thought, after everything, after hoping there'd be something, after knowing that there wasn't going to be anything else, Akbar's final moment before he went into the box was a big joke about it's a trap. And that was the sum total of my life as Akbar. I disappeared down the back and couldn't come out for a good 30 minutes after that. Number 3. Marion Cotillard, The Dark Knight Rises Talia al Ghul's death at the end of The Dark Knight Rises is undeniably one of the most widely reviled death scenes of the last decade. Though Talia's death is supposed to be extremely dramatic, many fans felt that Cotillard's performance in that scene, hyperventilating and shaking her head like she's in a pantomime, rendered the scene unintentionally hilarious. The death was ridiculed so much online that word eventually got back to Cotillard herself, who a few years ago mentioned that she wasn't too happy with how it turned out either. We're all in the same boat, she said, and if sometimes it gets out of control, then everyone's involved. Sometimes there are failures, and when you see this on screen, you're thinking, why? Why did they keep that take? But either you blame everybody or nobody, because it was tough to be identified just with this scene. When I'm doing the best to find the authenticity in every character that I'm playing, it's tough to be known just for this scene. Yes, it's important to know how to laugh about this, and also there are worse things in life, even if there are things that can hurt you. But I wasn't really affected by this, I just thought the reaction was disproportionate and it helps to laugh about it. At least she has a good sense of humor, right? And number one, William Shatner, Star Trek Generations. Captain Kirk's death in Star Trek Generations should have been an iconic passing of the torch moment, as he handed the reins of the Enterprise over to Captain Picard in earnest. Instead, though, fans were left scratching their heads at the strangely underwhelming nature of Kirk's passing, killed when he's crushed under a bridge while helping Picard stop the villainous Sauron. In an interview a few years ago, Shatner spoke about Kirk's damp squib of a death, confirming that he wasn't too fussed about the character's demise himself. Paramount had decided that the ceiling that they could reach in our box office had been reached, and they thought that by putting in the next generation cast that they would reach a higher box office. It was either that I was going to appear and die or that they were just going to say he died, so I chose the more practical of the two. In a separate interview, Shatner said if it were up to him, he would have done something else, but rather than have Kirk die off screen, he chose the lesser of two evils. And I guess at least he got paid for it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.